Hello everyone, I'm Dani Antonio, the Community Engagement Intern at She's the First from the Philippines. This past year, I've been in support of and for the organization through our girl-centered advocacy efforts, conversations, and voice on social media. With that being said, we recently had our third quarterly town hall on Instagram Live, which was a bit different than our usual town hall format. As of right now, school is out, summer is here, and girls are taking over. Along with SDF Youth Ambassador Haley Kieser, Girls Advisory Council member Lelia Amaruchin, and the Vice President of the SDF American Nicaraguan Chapter, Thelma Sinint, we discussed girls' representation in sports, grit and perseverance amidst pressure, and camaraderie in sportsmanship. Through this, we hope to bring light to the power of girls and how each one is unstoppable, especially when they support each other. Enjoy! Hi everybody, welcome to the She's the First Third Community Town Hall. She's the First is a nonprofit organization that teams up with grassroots organizations worldwide to make sure girls are educated, respected, and heard. I'm Haley Kaiser, I'm 21. I'm a She's the First ambassador, originally from Seattle, but I'm now located in New York. Throughout high school, I was a varsity athlete in cross country and track, and it's something I truly miss the most about being a student. And so today we're here to bring our team together, talk about impact, and any answer any questions you may have as a member of the She's the First community. So you can use the Q&A feature to send in your questions, but we'll also be doing our best to monitor the chat throughout. So feel free to drop in any questions there at any time, and we will do our best to answer them at the end. So now let's talk about girls, or more specifically, girls in sports, their achievements, the obstacles they face, and what we can learn from athletics and competition. After all, as seen in the Global Girls Bill of Rights, girls have the right to equality and the pursuit of leadership positions without fear of discrimination, harassment, or persecution. And this absolutely includes sports. So with this topic, we ultimately hope to shed light on the power of girls, despite the established notions and stereotypes in society. And each and every one of us are unstoppable, especially when we all support each other. And so with that being said, I'm so excited to call on our special, strong, unstoppable girl guest for today. So I am going to in... Hi everyone. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Hi. And we're just waiting on one more person. Hi. Oh. Hi. Hello. Hi. Um, and now that we have everybody together, why don't you each introduce yourselves, tell us a bit about who you are, where you're from, and the sport you play. Um, and let's start with Lelia. Hi, my name is Lydia. I'm 15 and I live in Paris. Uh, I'm an ice skater and I do also dance on ice. And it is my second year as a member of the Girls Advisory Council for She's the First. And I'm very excited about the second year. Um, all my life, I've, I've like practiced a lot of sports, tennis, horseback riding, swimming, dance, karate. But for three years now, I've been fully focusing myself on ice skating and ice dance. Oh, I love that. That's so cool. That's a skill I could never do. So that's <laughs> um, awesome. Thelma? So hi, everyone. My name is Thelma Lanusa. Next month, I will be turning 15. 
and I have been part of She's the First for um, since I was 12, and it is at my school in Nicaragua, and I am currently the vice president of this organization at my school. I love practicing sports such as ballet and tennis, but I dedicate myself to volleyball. I have practiced the sport for three years now, and I love everything about it. I enjoy the competitive spirit, and I just love the whole experience of being part of my school's team. Thank you. Ah, that's so awesome. Thanks for being here. And I don't know, Danny. Hello. Hello, hello, everyone. I'm Danny Antonio. I'm the community intern here at She's the First. I'm currently 18 years old, learning. And I live in the Philippines. And I've actually played a bunch of sports growing up, but I became a competitive golfer in high school. And though I don't compete anymore, not doing that right now i still do play and i've been playing for eight years sorry math math eight years almost half my life has been really really fun yes that's awesome i see so much danny love coming in we love to see it um oh that's so awesome it's so exciting to have you guys here and we're gonna transition into a little q a type thing and i'm gonna get to ask them questions so you can get to know them um, and all that they do a little bit better. Um, but let's start with an easy one. Um, we're going to talk about how's your summer been um, and what have you been doing to keep yourself busy? I know I've been enjoying the sun, the good weather, all the good things. So let's start Danny. Yes, my summer's been great. I mean, well, I mean, besides like COVID and everything, super unfortunate events. My summer has been great. I've been in playing with Chief the First, which is always so much fun, so amazing. I work with the most inspiring, incredible group of girls. And I also got vaccinated. I'm fully vaxxed. Woo! Fully vaxxed. That's good. Which actually allowed me to play golf for the first time this year in two years, which crazy to me and it means we're taking a step forward with COVID we're getting there yes I think like one of the best things about summer too is like you can be outdoors and spread it's the most COVID safe time too which is really nice awesome Thelma how about you so as of the summer I've been training a lot with my volleyball team here in Nicaragua there's not a lot of regulations to COVID-19 so my training didn't really pause so yeah that's one of the things i've been doing and i'm also taking a summer program for public speaking which i think has been a great use of my time because i think that for us girls to be empowering and inspiring we need to be able to express ourselves so i just love that summer course and that's just another thing that i've been doing and lastly i've been working a lot with she's the first because as the vice president i have to like look forward to what we, we will be doing further on the school year that is coming in August. So yeah. Yes, we love all the She's the First things for our summers. That's awesome. And Lelia. My summer has been great too. Um, I'm currently in ice skating camps and I've been doing a lot of 
sport like uh, ice skating, dance on ice. And I'm just so grateful because of COVID, uh, I haven't been able, like I had a rough season. So I'm just so grateful that I'm able to skate. And even though it's summer and that I'm, I just skate, skate ring instead of being at the beach, I'm still so happy. And I still have vacation, so I'm also happy. And also I've been reading and studying to prepare the upcoming school year. So everything's fine for me. Thank you. Yay, that's so good. Based on like what you guys have been saying, like this summer has obviously been very unique. And I personally have been keeping up with a lot of the Olympic coverage recently, or at least doing my best watching a lot of TikToks um, about the <laughs> Olympics. Um, and definitely watching so many girls train and just achieve their dreams. Also, the pressure of a global stage is really inspiring to me. Um, and seeing women and girls do things that others would maybe underestimate them for. I think that can make such a monumental impact on one's life. Um, so that being said, was there ever a time in your life where representation or perhaps the lack of it has made an impact on your life? Let's start with Lelia. So in ice skating, even though it's a sport that is practiced by mostly girls, um, so there is a lot of representation. However, it's the way they are represented. So, um, for example, there are like quadruple jumps. We have jumps in ice skating. There are quadruple jumps that only men were taught. And girls were just asked to stay at the triple level for a long time. Even today, they are still forbidden to even attempt uh, a quadruple jump in their short program so the representation was not really there and every time we saw a girl um she was supposed to be pretty she was supposed to be elegant she was supposed to be nice on ice and she was not supposed to be athletic strong so the representation was here however they were not that well represented and that was um that had a bad impact on me because i didn't know what i could do i didn't know that i could do as much as boys did and thanks to some girls that changed the stigma right now there are so many girls that can do quadruple jumps and just the ice skating world changed in just like one year or two years and it just inspired me so much and i know that there are a lot of girls that are inspired by this so the same like it's incredible to see uh in two years girls training and do the things that boys uh, were taught like five years ago and they did it so fast and it just made me feel that i know that if we tell girls that they can do it they will do it and they will succeed so it has made such a great impact on me and i know it made an impact on all the girls too yay thanks for sharing it's so exciting like thinking about all the girls that are like watching you do it now and just kind of the legacy that um, all the girls in sports are leaving behind them and just inspiring the next generation of girls that fully believe they can do it and are being told they can do it. That's so awesome. Let's see, Danny. Yes, I, I'm just awed by Lilia's answer. Like, yes, completely agree. And I think representation it truly gives people like hope. Like it gives people hope. It lets people see what they can do and that they are capable of doing. And like on top of my head, like one prime example that I can think of from the Olympic is, um, I'm so sorry if I pronounce her name wrong. I, I'm trying my best here. Momiki Nishia. She's a year old girl who recently won gold. She won gold, 13 years old gold, representing Japan in this year's Olympics for women's skateboarding. And like, I'm not 13 
before. <laughs> but I can just imagine all the young girls and even people my age. Like I'm 18 and I'm super inspired by her. And seeing how being young, it's age is just a number. She's showing us that age is just a number, but she's showing how representation opens floors for young girls like her. Yeah. Uh, that's so good. Yeah, age is just a number. Like Girls are just as capable of doing all the things. So she's definitely a good role model for all of us to be looking at right now, which is so exciting. Um, and how about you, Thelma? So first of all, let me just say that Livia gave us a great example of how women today can be underrated. But when we are, we set the bar even higher. We live today in a society that is limiting what women do. However, we have the ability to prove these people wrong, as Lilia said. I believe that another great example for this is Hend Zaza, I believe I pronounced that right, who at <laughs> only 12 years old became the youngest person to compete in the Olympics as part of the Syrian table tennis team. So I believe that steps like these are the ones that are giving women a better representation and putting them on the top every time. Yeah, that's crazy. 12 years old. I cannot imagine. Wow. I'm 14 and I still haven't accomplished something as big as that. I know. I, I think I'm doing at 12 and was not yeah. thinking about competing in a global sports competition. Yeah, that's amazing. That is so crazy. Well, with that, it's definitely no joke to prepare for a sports competition, no matter your age. Um, and so with the 2021 Summer Olympics underway, I can only imagine the pressure that these athletes are feeling right now. For example, um, Simone Biles just had to make the tough decision to pull up from the gymnastics team event. I cannot fathom what she was going through and kind of the environment around her that she had to make that decision. Um, and so as athletes yourselves, have you ever experienced a moment in your life where you were in a great deal of pressure? Um, and then how did you respond to it? And what advice could you give to any of the girls who are also going through that? And we'll start with Thelma. So you're completely right when you're stating that preparing for such serious competition can mean to be under a lot of pressure. And as a student athlete myself, I have felt pressure when it comes to preparing for competition. At the beginning of 2020, my volleyball coach had the task to choose 12 people from our team to compete at ASCA, which is also known as the Association of American Schools in Central America. So it's basically competition between um, private schools in Central America for athletics or artists, things like that. So um, basically, at this time, I felt a lot of pressure because I knew the coach would be constantly looking at every member to choose the perfect team to compete. And I just really, really, really wanted to go to this competition. And I just felt constant pressure to be better than the rest. And I felt even more pressure when I thought about the competitive um, environment I was in. However, I managed doing to do by doing my best because at the end, I think that's the best you can do, the most you can do, your best. Eventually, the results got out of the team and I was in. Unfortunately, we were not able to compete due to COVID-19, which was heartbreaking, but I was able to learn from this experience and uh, I just got to learn how to manage pressure. 
So my biggest advice to all the girls going through this kind of pressure is to constantly motivate yourselves to do better because that is the biggest accomplishment you can achieve. And if you really want something, then persevere and you will see that eventually you will get positive results because that's just part of life and it will happen to you. Every girl has the ability to be better and it's only about unfolding your talents and fortes. And apart from this, pressure is all mental. And if you're able to control this, then just remove those thoughts and you will be able to remove that pressure from yourself because that's just part of having a positive attitude. Thank you. Yeah, totally. You made some really great points. I think it's important to like in sports, a lot of the pressure is internal as well. And I don't think that should be underscored. So I really love the way you put that. Um, Lelia, how about you? So I've been experiencing a lot of anxiety and I've been putting so much pressure on myself and it just the pressure just started getting higher and higher every time I was competing and I just um there was a time in my life where I just put so much pressure on myself that I can do anything I was just I told myself that I had I had to succeed it I had to do it right I had to do it perfectly but this fear and those thoughts made me so scared and pressured that I didn't do nothing at all and I just surrounded myself by positive people who helped me and did not blame me for that they told me it's okay and you'll learn with us so anxiety became um not that much of a big deal however I still put pressure on myself but I was not scared of putting pressure on myself it just went like this so I was still struggling but then one day I just know I just listened to music that I like and I started singing and then I did my sport as when I was singing and it just went like this and I completely forgot to put pressure on myself and I was like what happened I sang and I just loved it so much. I had so much pleasure doing it that completely forgot about putting pressure on myself and it helped me. So the biggest advice I have to give would be to stop, no, don't try to stop, <laughs> don't try to stop putting pressure on yourself. Just actually do, just think. <laughs> That's so good. I love that so much. Also, anything else you want to add, Danny? Yes, for sure. Like Selma and Lelia, I I feel like I feel the thing is golf, and I think it's inevitable to feel pressure. Like it's gonna happen at some point, whether it's in sports or out of sports, and whether that may be pressure from your peers, yourself, like the situation, everyone around you. Like me personally, I remember feeling the most pressure when I had my first tee off in my first golf competition and just thinking about, you can't do this, you have to do this, you have to do that, you can't make this mistake, you have to like this shoulder up, like all the things just going in my mind and putting pressure on myself and I think even more pressure than what was needed to be put on myself. And with that, like my parents, teammates were the ones telling me, just have fun, like put pressure on yourself like it's gonna be fun like live in the moment like you're strong you practice you work hard like what you're doing is enough and I think the advice I can give to that is like change this like cliche advice in your head that nobody's perfect I mean it's true yeah nobody's perfect but that statement roots in the idea of making mistakes and how imperfections are your opportunity to learn 
like not making a mistake if i had a really good swing every shot and got a hole in one like imagine if i got a hole in one like every shot that i did if i did that then there wouldn't be any room for me to grow like everything would be stagnant so making mistakes is an opportunity for you to grow so don't pressure yourself that much like pressure is so powerful and if you put pressure on yourself for something negative then you you know you lose the opportunity to grow in the spot yes that's so true i had a friend that uh our teammate that would always say like you can only do the best you 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 did the best you could do today and i feel like that like mindset of like you're always doing the best you can do in that moment which might not be your best ever but it's an opportunity to grow and pr and i feel like that's such a, such a great reminder thank you danny um and so i am already so inspired by all of you but i also think most athletes have a role model and um other athletes that they look up to i really loved phoebe wright she is a runner she's not in this year's olympics but she was in the past um and she's just really cool i love learning from her so to you guys who is a girl or woman in your life that inspires you and how has she made an impact on your life and i'll pass it over to them thank you Haley. so there's absolutely no doubt that there are many women rising today and there are more women accomplishing greater and greater things every day however if i had to choose one person that truly inspires me is simone miles because she just takes the better version of myself and makes me like inspired to be better and i think that we call we can all agree that she's truly amazing and as a matter of fact she's an american um, gymnast that combined of 30 Olympic and world champion medals, and she's the most decorated American gymnast. So as a matter of fact, we saw her compete in the Olympics where she helped the US score very well. And additionally, it was stunning to see her complete the Yurchenko double pike vault, which is basically a, a stunt, a really cool stunt, which you turn in the air and it's just really cool and it's soon to be known as the Biles and she is like the first women to compete to do this stunt in competition so that's really amazing and just as we were talking earlier women are rising every every day and this is just part of what the what one of the inputs that Simone Biles put into this so I think that's that's why she's truly amazing and she has made an impact in my life because she has taught me through her amazing accomplishments that women can in fact achieve the impossible and that we should not let other people set limits for us because the only limit we have is ourselves and we need to put those limits or if you don't want to put limits that's fine too but <laughs> it's just like taking care or like be in control of your own life and not letting other people do that for you. And there's actually a quote from her that goes like this, I'd rather regret the risks that didn't work out than the chances I didn't take at all. So I believe these are very wise words from her that have just inspired me to take risks, even if that means I will fail. And so that has just made me accomplish a lot of more things in my life. And that's why I think she has made a true impact in my life. Thank you.
Yes, thank you. I'm so here for this woman Valk love. She is so incredible. How about you, Danny? Yes, um, I love Simone Biles too. Um, so Thelma said that there are so many girls and so many inspiring women all around the world. So I like feel that I agree with. You. It's so hard to just pinpoint one, especially in sports. But I guess in the light of the Olympics, my so my country. I live in the Philippines. We recently got our first ever gold medal, ever first ever. I did not get that medal for our country. There's a really inspiring Her name is Hidden Diaz, and she is representing in weightlifting. So imagine, like, imagine being a woman weightlifter. Everyone telling you since you were a child, you are not a strong man. But look at her. Look at the strong woman weightlifting, earning the first gold medal of our country. And She's just not inspiring me in that sense, but just knowing she's a woman and a person of color is really inspiring to me. And that goes back to the power of representation and how seeing someone that's just like you and achieving that goal that you maybe don't believe you can do, it makes you think, maybe I can do that. Maybe I am capable. Yes, she is the first, but definitely not the last. That's so exciting. Uh, that, that brings me a lot of joy. Awesome. Anything else that you'd like to add, Lelia? Um, so my inspiring athlete would be Serena Williams. I mean, I used to do tennis and I just remember being mesmerized by her on the tennis court. She was just a champion. She was strong. She was she had so much power over her and over what she wanted to do and to accomplish. And I just fell in love with that. Then years later I watched her documentary and i felt even more in love with her because i saw what she experienced and i just i totally like related to it and it made me feel more capable because um i just felt like yes i could do it because i'm a girl and she's a girl too and she did it but when i saw that she was a black a person of a woman of color that was just always disrespected and she still kept fighting and at the end she's the she's the goat she's the greatest of all time and after all she's been through she still fought and i just think that even though i'm a girl i have so much more in my identity and i can just take that with me and it can just help me to accomplish whatever the whatever i want <laughs> yes go off that's so good she's a queen i love that <laughs> awesome with all that being said i think Something that all of us can agree on is there's something so beautiful and powerful about girls supporting girls. And like in sports, camaraderie and sportsmanship is incredibly important. I know that was one of my favorite things about doing sports um, and just the team aspect, getting to cheer each other on. And there are so many sports that if you go in with an individualistic mindset, then none of you will succeed. And so what does that look like in your own life? What does camaraderie and sportsmanship mean to you? And we will start with Dan. Yes, okay. So I think this is a really important question and topic to shed light on and I don't think enough people do. And like me personally, as I said, I've been playing sports so all my life. Like I started off playing soccer and I was actually one of the only two girls on the team. And we were like a team of like twenty. So like two girls out of twenty members and I just remember I was probably like 10, 9 or 10, very, very much, much younger than I am now. 
And I remember looking to her every time I needed help or if I needed support or if I needed someone to just like have my back, I'd always go to her and that's what And then um, as I grew up in grade school, I did equestrian, like horseback riding. And most of us were actually girls, like on the team, most of us were girls, but we'd compete against each other all the time because we were girls. And even though we were competing against each other, we were also always cheering each other on. Like we were always there in the sidelines or on our horses. Yes, go. I had a friend, my name is, I would go, yes, Sasha. Or they'd go, yes, Danny. And one specific memory I have. So we fall all the time, like falling off the horse, normal. But one of the first times I saw someone fall, so she was one of my best friends. And when we saw her fall, we were all on our horses. We were all like trotting and cantering around. And then she fell and we were like, we all stopped. We were doing, we all like stopped our horses and then we like went to check up on her. And when I fell, which happened a lot, fell a lot, <laughs> um, they do the same for me. They'd stop what they were doing and then check up on the person who fell. And then they help you get back up. So super, super loving and a strong sense of community. And then... One last experience in golf, um, I played for my high school and we were an all-girls school, so <laughs> girl power. And most of the time we were competing against boys' schools because there aren't many all-girls schools compared to the boys' schools. So oftentimes like, I'd feel the impact of the usual stereotypes. Girls aren't as strong as boys. You can't win against the boy. And in golf, actually, like, the tee off, like where you hit your first shot, um, there's a separation for boys. Like there's a girl's tee and a boy's tee. So they'd go like, yeah, you can't hit the strongest boy, put your tee off near. And we'd be like, yes, we can. So sometimes we'd hit off the men's tee and we'd win and take home the gold. And even if we didn't take the gold, we'd still treat each other with the same amount of respect. We'd give each other the same amount of pride and joy for each other because that's sports like you have to be there for each other even if you win even if you lose because that's not the point of sports like if you're there together to grow and to learn as a team and learn your sport so yes this boss i've been loving watching like the triathlon in the olympics because just when guys finish they just like all up and do their own thing and watching all the girls finish they like hug each other and help each other off the ground and like some of them they're from all different countries they speak different languages but that just like shared respect for each other and like knowing how hard you all work to get to that point just it's so good also anything else you want to add Thelma? yeah so i think that in my life this means that girls must always stick together because we live in a society where women can be unappreciated and we need to support each other in those times and not only those moments but simple moments like um danny said just like support each other whenever we can and i have also noticed for example in my volleyball team i think that we need to create bonds between each other when it comes when, of being part of a team because I think that when we're in a game or when we're competing I think that's part of the experience just having fun with each other and being with people that you actually can relate to and that are nice to you and it's just a nicer environment and I think that even like 
creating bonds with these people can affect the results of the game positively. Because imagine you were playing with a team that you don't get along with. It's just a lot different the environment. So I think that in sports, this is super important because it can even affect like the, the, the final results of the game. So I think that's why it's so important for girls to support each other, especially when you have to work together and be a team. Yes, that's so good. And lastly, Lilia, what do you have to um, And I think that there are a lot of girls and I am so lucky because even though a lot of people just compete with each other in a very bad way and very sad way and mean way, I'm so lucky because I have the best, the best coaches ever. They're just so nice. And I feel like, um, you know, respect comes from generation from generation. And they just teach us as girls to respect each other and to support each other because we only have each other. And I mean, an environment when you are supported is the only environment when you can fully progress and to become not only a better athlete, but a better human. So yes, I'm really lucky and I just met my best friends in ice skating because we're just so nice to each other and we love each other. And it is just amazing. Just like you said, Danny, we follow a lot in ice skating and every time just people come and see you say, are you okay, you okay? And it's just the nicest and the cutest thing ever. And it just makes you want to go up and do it right this way. And just to make them not only proud, but to, it's kind of thank you because they've been nice to you. Yes, I love that. Thank you guys for sharing about that. I think those are really great points in the team camaraderie and just the girl power environment is so good. Um, we are going to take some questions from the She's a Verse community now. Let's see. Okay. So to start, and we'll start with Lily again, what advice would you give to your younger self? Um, well, the first one would be don't put so much pressure on yourself. But <laughs> otherwise, I'll just say sing or just have fun. And think about having fun instead of doing things always right. And you're not a robot. You're not perfect. And sometimes it is okay to fall. Sometimes it is okay to lose. And if you lose sometime, then when you'll win, it'll be, uh, it'll be um, a bigger win. <laughs> yes, I need you to just give me a pep talk every morning when I wake up. I love this. <laughs> Uh, Danny, how about you? Yeah, I agree with Haley. I want Lilia to be like my alarm every morning. Like, you got this. No one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what Lilia was saying, I think advice I'd give to my younger self is to just try. Like, that's it. Try. Because I what stops girls most of the time from taking the step is actually taking the first step. That's like the hardest part. It's starting it and like taking that small step, that leap, whichever it is. So just trying because without trying, you won't know what you're capable of. Like what um, Thelma said with uh, Simone Biles' quote, I forget the entire quote, but that's essentially it, that you won't know what you're missing if you don't try. So don't miss that opportunity. Just go for it because you are capable. And you won't know if you aren't. Yes, we love it. And Thelma, how about you? So I would advise my younger self to take risks because um, I have regrets until now. And they can be simple things, but like 
maybe you wanted to go on a roller coaster, but you were too scared, so you didn't go. So maybe you can regret that one day, or you can regret bigger things like you didn't go to a game and then your team won and you missed out. So things like that. I would just advise my younger self to take risks because it doesn't matter at the end if you fail because it, that's better than just not trying at all. And that's just part of what I said before with the quote of Simone Biles because she just says the same thing. If you want to accomplish something, then take the risk. It doesn't matter if you fail at the end. The important thing is that you tried your best. And I think that's just the beautiful thing about taking risks and not setting limits that you can actually accomplish. Yes, the limit does not exist. That's so good. Um, I think of bringing it back to Simone Biles, like think of her as a kid wanting to try the double pike vault whatever cool trick she did and like there was a time when she probably didn't think she could do it or wasn't able to do it and she had to build up to that so what's something that you thought you'd never be able to do but did it and how did you set your mind to it so i think that um i talked about this earlier about making it to the team so i actually i i thought that i had the possibility to enter the team because I knew I had the chance and I knew I had the ability to enter the team. There was just a very competitive environment around me. There were other girls in my team which were really, really good. And I was just wondering, you know, are these better than me? Will they make it and I will not? So those are that's something that I thought um, there was a pretty big chance I would not make it, but then I also had like hope that I would. So that's something I think is a great accomplishment that I've just been able to do. And I'm really proud of myself for that. And I know another, a, a bunch of other people have had that um, similar experience. Yeah, well, we're proud of you too. We love <laughs> Thank you. Being able to do it, that's so good. How about you, Danny? Yeah, I, I completely agree. Similarly to what just what said like for me it was winning against boys you know like you as a kid you think about that and you're like oh boys are stronger than me like they're better than me but then that's not the reality you can do things at boys you can do anything you set your heart to and just going at your own pace like not comparing yourself to others that i think like running and winning your own race is enough like have that time to in yourself and grow just as your own act, as your own person without looking like side to side like this person's better than me this person is winning and i'm not so yeah just go at your own pace learn from your mistakes and that that pressure because you win your own race you're not running at one yeah lately anything to add uh, I have a personal experience, but when I, st I started skating late and everybody already hit me and I had this coach who told me that because I was a girl and I already had my period, I could not progress and I was going to stay at that level all my life. And I actually cried because I was pretty young and I actually had nightmares and people told me that I sucked and that I couldn't just 
I was too old and a girl when she's too old and she already has her period she cannot progress so it has just been a fight for me to progress at my own at my just the I the time I wanted to progress and sometimes I just felt rushed because I wanted to prove something I wanted to prove that even though I was a girl and I was on my period and I started late and I had puberty and blah 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 and blah 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 I could still do whatever I wanted to do and sometimes I just feel like um, it was too bad because I didn't really enjoy the moment of progress and I just felt like I had to do it fast to show them and I just feel that if I was a boy I wouldn't have experienced it because boys just they don't have the experience and they don't have this problem and they won't have a coach tell them that they can't do it so they can progress the way they want and they can enjoy it I didn't get that chance to enjoy it on um, the first years I just wanted to prove something and I was a bit uh, traumatized <laughs> no that's so ridiculous I don't like that well you did it though you persevered and you're showing them that you can do and the boys can do um and that kind of leads into the question that Hannah just asked um, about if Danny or Thelma, you have an example as well, a moment where you've been discriminated against based on your gender, comfortable sharing, and what you did about it. So um, if I can start, Danny, is it okay? So basically, um, there was this time, I think I was like in fourth grade, that we had this coach that you could tell he discriminated women because he would say things like, um, for example, there was this time we were learning soccer and he would say, um, like if a boy kicked the ball really bad or like didn't make the goal or something like that, he would just say like, you kick like a girl or things like that. And he would say like when he needed to lift something heavy, um, like the, like the goal, where you put the goals you know of the ball and like the things you carry the balls in all of that he would say like three boys come here only boys and so that would be like really mean and it would bother my friends and i so there was this time he said that and all of my friends and i we just went and like carried all the stuff the stuff where it needed to be and so i think that was just something really funny that we did because you know we just told him like we can do it just like they did yes that's so good and that's why representation is so important too uh, good danny yeah. yeah i have such a experience um so when i played golf like my coach my coach was a boy and he, he, we swing we hit the ball and everything and then there's one time i was hitting my driver with, like the longest club and it's the one that you hit in your first tee off so that it goes the furthest and he actually he didn't say but he said oh wow that was so strong you're hitting like a boy and i was like excuse me <laughs> because we're close so i said excuse me no i'm hitting like a girl like the strong girl that i have and he was like no i didn't mean it that way and i said yes you did <laughs> so now the next time uh, one of your girl um numbers hits a ball and it's strong say you hit like a girl because girls can be strong too why do we have to have that notion men are stronger than us because we can just be as strong as them even stronger if we really set our mind to it yes that's so true i'm glad you told them off because those are the things that are normalized that shouldn't be but that's so true 
Um, and then to finish off, we just have one more fast and fun question of what's your go-to training motivational song? Like what you like to listen to to hype you up? Um, this is going to be embarrassing, but this is going to be true. So I'm a big Disney fan and uh, almost there in the the lady, the princess and the frog, almost there. And I just sing it and I'm almost there. And every time the, the limit goes up and up and I'm almost there and I'm almost there and I'm almost there and it just make me progress. And I love it, even though it's Disney. <laughs> that's not embarrassing at all. That's, that's <laughs> such a good answer. Danny, how about you? I so I just posted I posted this on my story. If you guys want the template to like share your own like sports experiences, go to my story. I dance with somebody by Whitney Houston. But now that you say almost there, I'm thinking some wicked, like no good deed, defying gravity, that like empowerment, like yes, you can do it. I can fly. <laughs> like I I wanna Call tomorrow and just like play that song and just go like, <laughs> no, like headphones and listen to Defying Gravity when you need to be pumped up and you'll be like, I can conquer the world. Yeah. I can do anything. Yes. That's so, much so this question is actually really interesting because when I do volleyball, um, we usually put like a playlist or something because it just gets us like more motivated. And I think that a song that we've been like really liking right now in the training sessions is called Write It. I don't know if you guys know it, um, but here we listen to it and it just has a really good rhythm to to work out. And yeah, basically. Yes. Okay. I think we need to like collectively make a playlist. Um, Hannah's dropping some good ideas in the chat to do your thing for Mean Girls. And we'll just, we'll be ready to go. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. It was so good to hear from you. Um, and before we move on, I just want to thank you all again one more time for taking the time to chat with us and for the words of wisdom. You guys are all so inspiring. Everyone say it. Thank you. And we're going to say goodbye to Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Us. Bye. Perfect. Oh, that was so good. Such a good conversation. So you guys already met Danny. She's the community engagement intern for She's the First. She's the best. And she worked so hard to prep this town all the day. And she's going to talk to you guys a little bit about the She's the First projects, plans, and some ways that you all can get involved. Yes, round of applause for Haley too. She's also amazing. She's also the best. So yes, I am here. Hi, everyone. Again, I am Danny. So we have some very exciting news, but before I share the news, let's have some teaser moments first. So here are two ways you can get involved with us. So if you are not already, you can follow us here on Instagram. I don't know if you can do that while watching the live, but right after the live, you can go on to at She's the First and follow us on here because this is the first place we post news campaigns and opportunities and two other ways you can get involved is you can host your own fundraiser based on your own personal interests and activities and you can find more about that at she's the first.org slash get dash involved and then you can also join our campus community 
if you're in high school or college or university and you can join thousands of students all around the globe advocating for girls' rights and education at she's the first.org slash campus and Haley just put them in the chat and yes you can go there and then now on to very exciting news we just recently launched our sdf youth ambassadors program Woo! i'm imagining you guys wooing in your houses so <laughs> you've obviously all met Haley, our amazing host and she's the first ambassador so girls like Haley, they're girls so amazing all around the world they'll be supporting sdf by creating girl-centered content for our social media pages so definitely keep an eye out for takeovers tiktoks etc 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 and so many more and some other exciting news is that we have eight new members in our girls advisory council which lelia which you just saw is also part of and we have these eight new members from canada scotland guatemala India, Malaysia, Nepal, Nigeria, Pakistan, and Uganda. Very, very fun times here at She's the First. Yay! Yes, I'm so excited. I can't give anything away, but I have been talking to some of the girls about the projects they're working on, and it's going to be so good. I'm so excited. Well, thank you so much, Danny. All the work you're doing is absolutely phenomenal, and we really appreciate you. Thank you, Haley. Bye, friends. Goodbye. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. That's all the time we have for today. And I hope you learned as much about girls in sports as I did today. Um, I think I'm really just taking away um, what they talked about pressure and how you just got to let it go and um, have fun with it. I think all three of them really inspired me today in sports, but sports are also such a great representative of life and to keep pushing through and show them that girls can do anything. Um, Go girl power. Um, with that said, again, thank you all for tuning in and supporting She's the First. Um, you can DM us if you have any other questions that we didn't get to today. And we can't wait to see you in our next town hall. Bye.